everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Coach My World. I am Renee Roberts and I am your therapeutic coach. Thank you guys for your continual support by downloading and sharing the podcast. Thank you for your feedback that it is continually coming in. I am so honored and, and I value your opinions and your feedback. And I'm excited that this podcast is impacting your life. And I am also super excited. There's been a few more of you that have contacted me and you've and, and you've gotten on my calendar. And um, even I've I've met with a couple of new people. I'm so excited to be on the journey with you all. If you're listening, you know who you are. I'm super excited. I've I've added a few more family members to the Coach My World family. And for those of you that are still contemplating, go right onto my website when you're ready at IamReneeRoberts.com. There you can book your session. And I promise you, I promise you, I promise you you will not regret it. It will be the best investment that you can make into your life this year. Yes. And if you're not already already following me on Facebook and Instagram, go ahead and do that really quick at I am Renee Roberts. There you can find updates on the podcast, when the new episodes are dropping, um, as well as just some encouraging things I like to put up every now and then. I am trying to get a, a little more consistent with it, guys. Y'all be patient with me. Uh, this doctoral program is no joke. Let me tell you something. So time is not as um, scarce as it used to be. Or I should say as scarce, actually. It's not as loose as it used to be. Uh, so just be patient. I will be trying to put more things, more encouraging thoughts on the social media platforms for you. And if you are on social media, especially on Facebook, don't forget to join the Coach My World Podcast Fam Facebook group. Uh, that is where we discuss the podcast when it comes up. It's no pressure. It's not a pressuring group. And it's actually not a very active posting group. So because you can post once you join. Um, but yeah, that's for you. So just check that out and visit it if you just need another group to join. <laughs> and of course, my ultimate goal is for each episode to be a therapeutic time of self-discovery, healing, and for progress for your life. So let's get our lives moving forward. Fam, 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 I hope that while you all are out there in those streets, that you're protecting your peace. Because, baby, people will most definitely disrupt it if you allow it. All right? I hope that you are setting those boundaries and, and not thinking twice about others' chaotic presence. Because your life is worth living in peace. Don't you agree? So now that we have empowered ourselves to protect our peace, it is time for us to empower ourselves to be confident in who we are. This includes our abilities and our ideas. My objective for this episode is really to big you up to the point that you can't help but see how fierce, how powerful, how amazing and relevant, how creative and needed. And I can go on and on, but how resourceful you really are. Are. I want you to be so emboldened, emboldened that when you finish this episode, you're going to know that you can do what your heart wants to do. You just have to believe it and be willing to do what it takes to make it happen. It doesn't matter if others don't agree with you. It's time to boss up, people, and see yourself as the bosses, the kings, and the queens that you are. Now, second-guessing will rob you of the happiness you deserve because what it does is starts pilfering from the trust that you should have in yourself. 
And this unhealthy psychological process actually causes you to mull over the not so good choices you've made, resulting in you feeling absolutely terrible, which could literally lead to you feeling miserable. So for the sake of your mental stability, you need to start trusting your own judgment. Fam, learn to trust yourself. Now, I do understand that this does not excuse the damages and the blows that have impacted your self-esteem and confidence. Some of our confidence and our self-esteem has taken some major hits. So I get that. And I think it's critical that those types of roots or the roots that have caused these things be exposed and dealt with. But I don't have time in this episode, but I promise to tackle it in another episode soon to come or or like my um, Jamaican friends say soon come. Yeah. For now, though, I want to focus on what second guessing looks like and how to go about combating that. So first, I want to help you get a picture of what second guessing yourself looks like. You know, I'm big on conceptualization. So let's conceptualize second guessing. And it looks like it looks like stressing about what you could have done or what you could have said better. Ever find yourself in that space? where you've done something or you said something, uh, maybe you were a part of a conversation and you said something out of the out of your heart, but then you go back and think about it and you're like, oh my God, I could have said something better than that or could I have said something better than that? Did what I say sound stupid? Did what I say make sense? Have you ever had to public speak or, you know, like me doing a podcast? You know, there when I first started the podcast, I actually second guessed a lot of the content that I was throwing out in those first maybe 20 episodes. Um, But I quickly had to gain some confidence, guys, because the reality of it is I was either going to like quit it because it's so stressful when you start second guessing the entire time. Or I was just going to actually believe in what I was saying and believe in myself and the success of this podcast and keep putting out the content that my heart was moving to put out. So I understand that that look of second guessing, just the stress about what could have been done or what or said better. Another way it looks is, is you worrying about how other people reacted or judged you. Ever felt that way? Ever, ever gave a first impression that you just were not so proud of and you second guessed it the entire time? Yeah. Ever had to, um, what's, what can we say? Like what, go on an interview. That's a good one. And um, you walk away just second guessing all of your responses to the, the, the uh, verbal interview. Yeah, that that is second guessing. Um, another form, it looks like blaming yourself for making a, a quick or a slow decision. You know, I I used to know someone, you know, we would go out to eat and um, they had this elaborate, long process of ordering food uh, because, first of all, they had to read the menu from top to bottom, front to back, uh, and still, and, and even be come to me last to take my order. Uh, okay, no, come to me after you've taken the drinks and brought the drinks back. Okay, go ahead and put their food in. I'll put mine in. You know, it went on and on because the person would second guess their order. Okay, I'll take the chicken. No, I don't want the chicken. Do I want the chicken? No, I don't want the chicken. I will take the steak. Oh, no, I just had steak. Okay, uh, do I want steak? Okay, maybe I need seafood. And then ends up getting a salad. Like, come on, you know, but that is what second guessing 
looks like. And that person would literally feel bad for, for taking so long to make a decision. They would blame themselves like, oh, my God, guys, I'm so sorry. Something's wrong with me. Um, you know, and that's that's what it looks like. I don't want to give any type of uh, extra descriptors on this because literally I'm just building a concept, a, a, a concept for you. All right. So that's another thing. It looks like just blaming yourself for making either those slow or even quick decisions. Have you ever purchased a car like impulsively and got that bad baby home and just immediately felt like, oh my God, this is the worst decision I've ever made in my life. Oh my God these payments. I'll tell you a time I actually second guessed myself when I just I got my recent vehicle, which really was recent in 2021. It was new. Um but my car previously, which her name was uh Baby. That's I name all my cars. This one is called Sexy Bay. But Baby, uh I had had her for o- over 10 years. She's paid off. Ran well, beautiful Lexus, um a 2011 IS and um I don't know. I don't know, I guess, you know, becoming a little more educated and thinking like, hmm, I think I want a new car. Uh, I want to go check it out. Also, I did need to get like my driver's seat redone. I started calculating the things I wanted to do to it, repaint it, things like that, new tires. And I'm like, hmm, I might as well just get a new vehicle. So long story short, I go get it. Love the car. Drive off the lot with Sexy Bay. Get home. I'm, you know, happy about it. But a couple of days later, OMG, you know, they like to call that buyer's remorse. I don't feel like I had buyer's remorse, but I did second guess. Like, should I just kept my car? And honey, the second guessing came even stronger when that first payment was due. Because mind you, my car was paid off. I had no payments. Yes. So I had to kind of like encourage myself and remind myself that you deserve it. Um, let myself know like you can afford it and um, be okay with the decision. Yes. So that's what it looks like. It looks like um making those type of I considered that a quick decision um because I actually could have waited a little longer but anyways moving on um it also looks like replaying your mistakes and your mishaps have you ever made a mistake or 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 you know just kind of a mishap and you just constantly ruminating over it or going back and forth over it and thinking like oh my god like i can't believe i just tripped in front of all of these people or oh my god i can't believe i was reading um you know a poem or or doing poetry or even singing a song and i messed up let me tell y'all a funny story i remember years ago <laughs> oh my god years ago I'm singing, you know, I, for those that didn't know, a little fun, fun, fun fact about me. I used to sing. I used to be a part of us. We had a singing group as well. It's a Christian singing group, gospel singing group. And, um, I held down the tenor. Um, but you know, over time, my voice, instead of going down, I've, it came up. So I've done tenor, alto and soprano. Right. But this one time I'm going to do a solo. I don't consider myself a soloist, <clears throat> but in church, they would have these times for quote unquote specials and what the specials were where people would come and sing a song, you know, and I was not used to singing off of tracks. So, you know, because uh, Cal plays the piano, so I've never really had to sing um, off a track. Everything was live music. So I go and I'm singing with the track. I already was not as confident because I'm singing with a track. But let me tell you something. That thing modulated. If you don't know what modulation is, it went up a key. 
And I still was singing in the first key. I couldn't hear it. I couldn't shift it. I couldn't change it. So I literally sang the remainder of the song in the first key. The song had went on to the second and third key, and I am still there. And listen, I knew it. I, I felt like crawling under the the piano or something. I just, I went to crawl out the door, really. And um, I tell you what, that mistake literally just kept me second guess my ability to sing. And I know I can, you know, I know I can hold some notes. Yes, I can, assist can. But that thing challenged me. Like, I did not want to get back up. I didn't want to be seen. <laughs> Let's just say that. So, you know, it caused me to second guess my ability to sing, which I had been singing all my life prior to that. Um, needless to say, I got over it eventually. And for those of you that know me, you know that I will get the mic at times and do what I need to do. Yes. And then the last look I want to provide for you is it looks like mulling over the great opportunities that you missed. All right. So how many times have you uh, missed an opportunity because either you were too slow, you procrastinated, either you were too fearful, so you didn't want to try it. I remember when uh, Amazon was just coming out on the scene, guys, and I don't know uh, who this person, I can't remember who the guy was, but he was like literally, literally trying to sell stock for it when it was first introduced. <sighs> Needless to say, missed that opportunity, all my skepticisms and things like that, and only God knows how wealthy I may have been today had I just, okay. We're not going to go into regrets, but you get the picture. Yes. All right. Now, do any of these things sound familiar? And I hope that some of my personal examples has helped you to be able to identify it. Uh, because if if they sound familiar, then you, too, have been second guessing yourself. All right. And yes, it is OK for you to analyze some of your thoughts and your decisions uh, so that you can improve certain things. It is OK for you to recall and to perform um, an overview of certain things like you should have, could have, would have done, right? But what makes those those other, what makes it become disordered is when we do it because we don't have the confidence to trust our own thoughts, when we don't have the confidence to trust our own decisions and our abilities. I hope this is making sense, right? Now, I'm going to provide you with some tools that I've researched uh, that's going to help us in regaining the power over get, of, over second guessing ourselves so that we can begin to make decisions, share our ideas and our thoughts, and we can be, just be free to be ourselves without the negativity of second guessing. Okay, I have seven of them. I'm going to shoot through them uh, really fast for you guys um, so you can get them in your mind and you can just start thinking over them. Yes, contemplating them. So the first one is uh, you're going to realize you have to realize that many times there is not one right answer. So even in your thought process and your decision making uh, uh, processes, uh, there's not always a right answer or it sometimes there's not always one right answer. There could be multiple right answers to one decision, to one question, uh, to one thing. So don't beat yourself up that you didn't get all the answers or that your answer didn't match another answer because another answer could just be that. It's just another answer. Doesn't mean yours was a wrong answer. All right. The second thing, you have to embrace failure. I know we don't like to even talk about that failure. Uh, there is no failure in God. Nope. In God, it isn't. But in human beings, there is. And we do fail at times. And it's okay for us to accept failure. Just embrace it. 
to say, okay, I, I didn't make it this time. I missed it this time. I didn't fulfill it this time. I didn't do the best this time. Embrace it. Let me tell you, I had to embrace singing that song that way. <laughs> I had to embrace that I had blew it. I have failed the music department uh, in singing that song in that way. Um, but once I embraced it, I was able to get over it. All right. Uh, the third thing is, is to make sure you're, you really do have enough information to make a decision. Because sometimes we just don't do enough research. We don't do due diligence before making decisions. When I went to buy my car, I did do my research. And I think that's what helped me a lot. I'd already researched prices. I even researched what I wanted exactly. Um, Funny thing, when I got there, they didn't have the color I wanted. I really wanted black because that's the color of the car I had previously. But when they drove Sexy Bear around, let me tell you something, black just exited the picture. But I had already done the the research on the gas mileage, uh, the price range, um, the options, because I have the red leather interior. Um, You know, so all of those types of things, you know, and, and all the little extra extras on it. Because, listen, I could kick that thing into the to the sports mode. My God. It is ticket worthy, but thank God I have not got one of those at this point. <laughs> Fingers crossed and knock on wood. I don't have any wood near me, but go ahead. Somebody knock on wood for me. All right. Number four, practice the art of not changing your mind. All right. Make a decision and stick with it and be okay with it. Don't change your mind. Practice not changing your mind. I know we have the freedom and the liberty to do it. Sometimes that becomes a curse to us. It's important to sometimes just say, I know I can change my mind, but I will not change my mind this time. I will stick with what I've decided. That is something that I exercise with my grandbaby and my godchildren. Um, they're five, six, and seven. But um, when they make a decision on something, you know, uh, after school, you know, okay, it's free play time. What do you want to play with? I want to play with the car. I want to play with the, the doll. I want to play with the ball. Okay, everybody gets their, what they want to play with. Okay, no, I don't want to play with the ball because I see her playing with the car. So I want no, 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 no. You're going to remain faithful to your decision, your choice. Yes, yes, sometimes we get little whines and cries, but guess what they're learning? They're learning how to not second guess themselves when they make a decision based on what they want to do and not so much what they see others doing. Ah, that's a word for somebody. All right, come on, let me, let me move on. Uh, number five, remember that you are saving yourself time when you decide. All right. You're saving yourself time. Stop wasting time. Stop wasting something as precious as time and just be okay with making your decision and, and being good with it. Don't keep changing it and rerouting it and reconsidering it. Just it's okay. It's all right. Number six, this one is really important, guys. Be kind and patient with yourself. All right. Especially for those of us that may have a history of second guessing. This may be harder, a little more challenging than the person that just may have entered into that arena. But I want you to be kind to yourself. Be patient to yourself. Don't be so rough on yourself when you do second guess. It's okay. I want you to encourage yourself to say, okay, next situation, next moment, next opportunity. I'm going to exercise not second guessing myself. Even if you miss it this time, it's okay. The next time. 
I want you to just be more intentional. And with each opportunity, eventually you will be able to answer the call. Yes. And then the last one, number seven, I want you to learn to trust yourself. All of the things preceding this one should assist you in learning to trust yourself. Why? Because the more confidence we start having in ourselves, the more we learn to what? Trust ourselves. Now, I do understand some of us also have trust issues. We got to deal with that stuff, fam. That's why I am here. That's why you need to be booking a session uh, so that we can deal with these trust issues and they can stop impeding your ability to have confidence and and uh, um, and self-esteem. Yeah. Self-confidence and self-esteem. Confidence in yourself. All right, fam. That's all I have for that. But I want you to stop second guessing. All right. Stop sabotaging. Stop undermining yourself. You have what it takes to make that decision. You have what it takes to get that job and do it well. You have what it takes to start that business or 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 shift the business you currently have. You have what it takes to get that degree. Hello, I'm doing it. Yes, you have what it takes to rock that short haircut if you don't want to rock the long anymore. Or you can rock the long if you're tired of the short, like whatever it is. You have what it takes, all right? I want you to get that in your heart. Get that in your mind. Get that in your spirit. You have it. You have what it takes. You got this, fam. I want you to start right now at this very moment by dealing with your patterns of second guessing. That is that is bad. That is maladaptive behavior, all right? Identify your patterns and then start making adjustments to those behaviors, It is so important to become aware of how you move and how you function, because when it comes to things like this, like like uh, second guessing, we are our worst enemies. Remember, we just learned last episode we are protecting our peace. And this means even if we have to protect ourselves from ourselves, ah, it's worth the outcomes of peace and confidence. Can I get an amen? Yeah. (laughs) I love you, fam. And you know this. So until next episode, I want you to exercise confidence in every single thing that you say and do. Reassure yourself that you are capable and you are able to be great. Because you know what? You already are. Have a great one, fam.